Welcome to the Confidence and Communication Podcast. I'm your life coach, Jessica Dumas. I'm a professional speaker and coach who empowers women everywhere to use their voice to take up space and change the world. My goal is to help you speak with clarity and confidence while giving you practical guidance and tools by sharing real life experiences of overcoming. So turn up the volume and grab a pen. You're going to want to write this down. Jessica Dumas Coaching and Training and the Confidence and Communication Podcast is overflowing with appreciation to our first podcast sponsor, The Johnston Group, Inc. The Johnston Group provides employee benefits to more than 30,000 businesses across Canada. Thank you so much for supporting my vision and investing in the podcast. Please accept my extreme gratitude, which will help get the message of self-love, healing, and growth out to a greater audience. Good morning, and thanks for being at the podcast today. Um, I want to talk about feeling good and the work that it takes to feel good. And I want to talk about toxic positivity. Do you know what that is? Toxic positivity. So I don't remember the first time that I heard that phrase, but I'm definitely the type of person that I, I work really hard to feel good. And what I mean by that is like, I'm doing the inner work. I am doing my meditating, my journaling, and I've done all of these things. I've done my affirmations. Um, I've done my crying. I've done my healing. I've done my giving up. And I did that with the, the goal of, I just want to feel good. And when I started doing that, at first, I thought it was just like, oh, like it's so much work. What's the point? <laughs> What's the point of feeling good? What's the point of doing all this work so I can feel good? So what? But the thing is, when you feel good, that's when you are open. That's when your vibration is open. That's when you're allowing. That's when you're allowing things in. That's why when you start to feel good, things get better and better and better. And it's easier for things to get better and better when you feel good. So that's something that's super important to me. It's like my everyday goal. And sometimes I forget about it. Sometimes like, you know, shit is real and life is shit sometimes. And you just, I forget, like, I need to feel good. But now that it's been like, you know, 10 plus years where I've been focusing on feeling good and just knowing feeling good is all I want to do. Now that I know that, it's easier for me to recognize. And and now I know what to do. Now I'm like, okay, I don't feel good. I need to go take a nap, go take a shower. I need to walk through the forest. I need to change something. I need to change the energy so that I can feel good again. I know what to do. And then I also know that if there's a day where you just don't feel good, that that's also okay to just let it be and go with the flow because every day comes to an end and then you get a new start the next day and sometimes our bodies and our beings just need to marinate where we are in order to process something and that's a really important step and so the reason i bring up toxic positivity in this conversation is because because i'm the type of person that is positive there are people that are in my life that feel like they have to be positive around me. Otherwise, like they're going to bring me down and they feel bad about it. 
The description of toxic positivity is dysfunctional positivity without acknowledging negative emotions like anger and sadness. So that's, that's what that means. And it's toxic because it's not positive. So if you're trying so hard to be positive or trying so hard to be positive around a certain person, but it doesn't feel good, then it's not even positive. It's, it just makes you feel like shit. So I just, I want to acknowledge that because I don't believe in that type of positivity. I believe that if you, if you want to really feel good and if you want to really be positive, then you need to acknowledge the negative emotions like anger and sadness and fear and guilt and shame. I guess the question is, how do you get there? Right? How do you? And so I'm saying this in a way that, um, as an example, of how I might talk to someone who thinks that they need to be perfectly positive around me, for example, you know, a a best friend or a family member. But I also want to encourage you to challenge yourself if there's areas in your life that you are bringing toxic positivity or how you can just support others who are, you know, shitting on themselves about trying to be positive in the most toxic way. Because that doesn't feel good to anyone. And when we feel good, then our environments are better. When we feel good, we are more open to more blessings. When we feel good, we're more prone to laughing. And laughing spreads joy, like, automatically. So when it comes to feeling good and when it comes to, like, being happy and when it comes to being positive, I think it's important for people to know, and maybe for, like, people who are not there all the time, to know that the rest of us who are positive and may come across as really happy, we're not there all the time either. And I don't think that we're supposed to be. I don't think that a happy person is happy like 24 hours of the day. Like life is real. Shit is real. And life can be shit. And even though, again, for myself, even though people will look at me and say that I'm happy and I feel good and I I have good energy and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, because I had to do the healing work to get here. But it doesn't mean that I'm no longer human and I don't feel things. Emotions will go up and down all day long. That's a normal human thing. And many days, or maybe most days, I wake up and I feel pretty good. But I still have shit to do in life that make me not feel good. I'm still a parent. You know, and you still have like parent struggles. I still have to pay my bills and I still have, you know, the challenge of making money or wanting more money. And that can be really frustrating. The point is like happiness isn't something that's a steady thing. Your emotions, which happiness is, which feeling good is, which positivity is, your emotions are going to go up and down all day long. My emotions go up and down all day long, and they might not go as low as some people, but I also think that it matters when and where and how you acknowledge those emotions. Sometimes you're putting a lot of emphasis on familiar emotions, and if you feel down a lot of the time and you're focusing on that, then you know, you're know you kind of creating a magnet around that feeling. Well, you are literally creating a magnet around that feeling. So the goal is to really start to tip the scale and to recognize when you're feeling better 
and not have the fear that the other shoe is going to drop or not have the fear that something's about to go wrong because it's okay to feel better. It's safe to feel good. And I think that maybe you didn't get the memo. I, 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 had, to, I had to write my own memo. Okay, let's put it that way. It's safe to feel good. It's safe to feel happy. And I think in a world of competition, in a world of challenges and societal structures, we think that being happy is a, you know, something that just comes and goes. And it's something that we can't hold on to long enough. And I just, I want to be part of the conversation that says that that's fucking bullshit, okay? Your emotions are going to go up and down. Recognize when you feel good and allow yourself to, to learn to feel safe in that happiness, in that joy, in that upper limit. And the more that you can acknowledge that and practice feeling good and feeling safe in that space and trusting it, trust again, trusting that the sky is not going to fall, the other foot doesn't have to drop, whatever the sayings are, that it's okay and it's safe. And the more that you can learn to tip the scale and recognize that, okay, like this part of the day when I do this stuff, this makes me feel really good. And some when I have to do some of the stuff that I don't really want to do, or I recognize some of the things outside in the world that aren't so great, I don't feel good. And just recognizing that that's okay. One of the things that I share with my clients is a scale called the Emotional Guidance Scale. I learned this from the spiritual teacher Abraham Hicks, and you can literally put in Google images for Emotional Guidance Scale, and you'll, you'll get the picture of this scale. It's got an upward spiral and a downward spiral, and... I don't remember the first time I saw this, I don't know, 10 years ago or something. And, and I loved it. I loved the description of having the emotions documented and recognizing that these are all normal human emotions. And so it has a list of 22 emotions. And the, the top emotion, number one, is joy, appreciation, and love. And it goes all the way down to Number 22, which is fear, grief, depression, which is ultimately powerlessness or victimization or like feeling like a victim. And so the whole concept of the emotional guidance scale is that from 1 to 22, if you were to see it just, you know, from 1 being at the top and 22 being at the bottom, and right in the middle is 7 and 8. So it doesn't actually equal out the, you know, 8 to 22 is obviously a larger number of emotions than there is from the upward spiral, which is number one to contentment. So anyway, the middle is contentment and boredom. And that's, that's like the most general feeling, the most just like flatline, flatline of feeling. You're not feeling like super high and, and joyful. Or you're not feeling like low and depressed. You're just like right in the middle. I'm surviving. I'm fine. I'm bored. I'm not happy. I'm not mad. I'm just here. One of the things that took me a while to realize is that sometimes that's all you need to be. Sometimes that's the only place that you need to be. And that's okay. And being okay is okay. Because being okay is not grief. It's not revenge. It's not hate. I just, I really wish, I really wish more people knew that. So the goal, if 
You know, what I learned to do is on days when things are not feeling great, things feel like shit, I'm looking out into the world, I'm looking out into my life, I'm looking out into my bank account or the things that I'm lacking, then it's so easy to be in the downward spiral. And the downward spiral is probably a phrase that many of us have heard before. And it's a real thing that when you're feeling disappointment, frustration, um, anger, jealousy, you know, all of those things, like it's so easy to get pulled and really sucked in to a downward spiral. And without this knowledge, it's, it's hard to get out of there. And it literally creates weight. And it literally creates like a vibration that pulls you down and makes you feel like fucking shit. And I know that feeling. So just, you know, it's important for me to share, like, I fucking know that feeling. I have been through broken relationships. I've lost my brother, Matthew. Many of you know about that story. He was killed by the police. I've been to so many funerals as a kid, and I've lost so many other family members in tragic fucking ways. I've been in abusive relationships. I have, you know, I've just, I've, I've seen shit. I've lived in poverty. I've I grew up in one of the, you know, poorest neighborhoods in our city. I know what a shitty life feels like. I know what it it's like to live in a downward spiral. I grew up in a home with drugs, alcohol, and all sorts of abuse. And I I I if I believe that we don't have to stay there and if I know and if I've worked my way to not having to stay there then I know that anyone else who really, really wants to get out of that downward spiral that you can. And that's the inner work, right? That's, you got to do it every single day. You got to every day fight for it. Every day fight for your joy until it doesn't become a fight. It just becomes that upward spiral that's pulling you. And if I'm looking at the uh, emotional guidance scale right now and Like after that place of like just getting to that medium place where I'm just here, I'm just existing, I'm okay, not suffering, I'm not, you know, elated, but I'm I'm here and I'm okay. Like that's the first place that you need to be. And the more that you can just be there and just, you know, observe life, observe your bank account, observe your relationships and just be like, yeah, I'm okay. I'm fine. I'm not feeling, you know, hate. I'm not feeling shit. I'm not feeling great. I'm just okay. That's okay. And once you can get there, and I always say like, that's, that's the first place that you need to be. It's the first place that you need to get. And once you get there, then it's easier to, you know, find something to laugh at. Listen to the birds. When I leave my house in the morning, on most days, like I hear birds chirping, like even in the winter growing up, just, I don't know why, I guess, because, you know, you we know that Canada's cold and we hear all the birds fly south for the winter, but there's actually lots of birds that stay here in the cold. And when I leave to go to the gym in the morning, I hear the birds chirping outside. And that's, it's such a beautiful sound. And if you, if you forget to hear that, I want to encourage you that the next time you leave your house to listen for the birds chirping. It's such a beautiful sound. And there's actually been studies that if you listen to that for, I don't know, like five seconds or something, it actually like lifts your spirit. So I want to challenge you to do that. And there is, there's magic in nature. 
And we forget that. And, and sometimes if we're not people that play, if we're not outdoors people, I'm not an outdoorsy people. And so I forget that going out in nature, like how healing that can be, just being around trees, just being around water. Like even though our lakes and rivers are frozen right now, like I will still just love to be by the water, love to be by the trees. And just know that like the road to happiness is a journey. It doesn't have to be a really long journey, but give yourself some time, give yourself some compassion and, uh, you know, practice tipping the scale. And all you can do is keep practicing every day. And then sometimes if you need to just go, fuck it, I'm fucking done. Uh, I've had enough for today. Then just try again tomorrow until every day, you know, it gets easier and easier. So when it comes to the toxic positivity, like how do you get there, right? Sometimes when shit is piling up, and, uh, you know, it, it's like all havoc is just fucking wailing in the world. You need to let it out. Like you need to let that stress out. You need to let that, whatever it is that's building up inside that fear, that pain, that anger, that hurt, you need to let it out because just like a volcano, another thing that we learn from nature, just like a volcano, it, it's going to explode. It, you can only take in so much. And some people might, you know, reward themselves that they're not letting things out in a negative way or they're not being weak or they're, you know, they don't want to be seen as, as weak. And I think now, like where our world is going with so much acknowledgement of um, self-love and healing, like I scroll through my Instagram and I, there's so many posts about healing and like self-love and just... Like, oh my, I'm just like, wow, like this world that we're in is, whew, it's incredible. And healing is like a normal thing now. It's like a thing that people do. So uh, no more shame in that. I will tell you, like all the stuff that I do, I have cried and cried and cried and cried. And I will still cry because it feels good to just release that. Like, I don't want to carry that shit. I just want to let it go. Um, if I'm... If I'm, you know, angry, hurting, lonely, whatever it might be, I'll cry. I'll go for a drive. I will go for um, a walk in the bush. There's a certain place in Birds Hill Park. If you're a listener in Manitoba, you'll know Birds Hill Park. There's a place that, like, it's just got these tall trees. It's a short walkway. I wish it was bigger. Sometimes I'll just like walk back and forth through it because it's the most amazing place. And I'll just be there in the nature surrounded by those trees. And it just, it feels so good. And there's studies that say like, you just need to be near the trees. You don't need to do anything. You can, if you want, you can hug them and, and talk to them and do all of that sort of stuff. But just being in the environment of the trees is healing for your soul because that's, that's where our spirits belong. That's where our spirits grow. So I just want to encourage you to feel good. I don't want anyone to feel bad about life. You know, look more internal and less external. Don't be embarrassed about healing. Don't be embarrassed about self-love and, you know, feeling your emotions. Never apologize. Never apologize for breaking down. Surrender is an important part of the process. 
and start small. Just start with being nicer to yourself. And I just, I want the world to feel good. I want people to feel better, feel good, feel love, but I don't want it to be toxic. Okay, so you got some work to do. Go and love yourself and come back next week. Love you. Thanks so much for being here and listening to the podcast. Miigwech, ekose, merci. I want to take every opportunity that I can to tell you that you are worthy. And if something in this message resonated with you, please leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts. And send a link to your sister, your best friends, and your cousins, because if there was something in this message that resonated, then they might want to hear about it too. If maybe taking a screenshot is your thing, share it on your Instagram story. And don't forget to take me at jesskadumas.ca. 